Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Who deserves the blame? You know how that works. For the Patriots' struggles. And yes, you heard it. We are giving away $10,000 every single day here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The KJM 10K a day giveaway, $2,500 at a time. Four different people today are going to win $2,500. You wait for the winning word, 10 past the hour. You text the triple seven triple zero. You're entered for your chance to win. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Key. What's happening, man? What's good? It's not really a good morning. What's good? What's good? What's good? good? Just uh, no, nobody's sleeping, Key. And more importantly, on top of that, daughter came home yesterday. Had to keep her home. So kid had lice in her in a class. Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, what? What's going on? Yeah, that's what I'm going through my daughter's hair. My kid's colicky. They're not sleeping. My son, who's sleeping? Nobody's sleeping. We're just up. And on top of that, Key, I'm wearing a damn Michigan jersey. I told you how I feel about grown men wearing jerseys anyway. I lost they, beat, some... they beat Duke or something? No, they, they, beat, they beat my Buckeyes, man. And I lost a bet to my partner, Barry. And now I have to wear Jake Moody's jersey on TV. Kicker of the year in the Big Ten. Congrats, Jake. And I have to see you this weekend. You're going to beat Purdue, and I'm just sick to my stomach. You look fresh. Yeah, thanks, Key. Sure, I look fresh. <laughs> Yo, but this guy, this jersey, guy comes dog. in today, Key, on two hours jersey. sleep, just dredged it with three I can't, kids. Man. Who's up? It's unbelievable. When you walk into the room at one in the morning because the baby's crying and the other one's playing with the toys in the middle of the room, you're like, oh, come on, man. Max is like, Jay, the, the days are slow, but the years go by fast. I'm like, I, I'm just in the days. I don't know what the years feel like yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I me- did I mention you could be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line? You have not. Well, you can call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Bills 24, Patriots 10. Patriots are now at 500, 6-6, six six, outside the playoff picture. I mean, Josh Allen's jumping out of bounds, making throws for touchdowns. I mean, that dude is athletic. Know who's not as athletic as uh, Josh Allen? Mac Jones. Here he is at the postgame presser on his sideline blow-up last night. Obviously, just kind of let my emotions get to me, but, you know, we're kind of playing from behind, and what I said was about throwing it deeper in the short game. You know, I got to execute that part better, but it's the short game that we kept going to, which is working, but I felt like we needed chunk plays and – you know, I shouted that out to kind of get everyone going, and that's emotional. That's football. I'm passionate about this game, and obviously, you don't want to get your emotions let you know get the best of you. But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Like, it wasn't directed at anybody; just emotion coming out, and we kind of needed a spark. It wasn't directed at anybody. Come on, spark. Uh, Come on, Mac. We need a short game, but we wanted to throw the ball long. So I said. Throw the ball deep, but it's not directed at anybody, although Matt Patricia's calling the plays and he's on the sideline, so it's not directed at anybody. Interesting. Mac, Mac, look, the reason that they're throwing it, it's not because of the Buffalo Bills defense. It's because they don't trust Mac Jones to push the ball down the field. That That's just the reality of it. He is a dink and dunk guy. He is in the early stages of his career. 
The training wheels have not been taken off, and that's what they have. They have a guy that's a dink and dunk guy. This is the same guy from last year. He was a dink and dunk guy. I mean, it, it, look, he went to the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything these days, okay? You go to the Pro Bowl by default, okay? He's, he wasn't pushing the ball down the field last year. And when you think about it, that's because they don't trust his ability to do that. And that's okay. Over time, if he gets better, they will trust him. But as of right now, he's not a good quarterback to the point where he's going to, and I asked Mike Reese yesterday, can he beat uh, uh, Josh Allen and can he beat Tua? Is it over a long haul? Not just yesterday or this season, but three years from now. Is he going to be the type of quarterback that's going to compete in this division year in and year out? Because I don't believe that Josh Allen's going anywhere, and it certainly feels and seems as though Tua isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, Matt Patricia's clock management and play calling at the end of the half, in other words, Key, you're like, look, quarterback, the reason the play caller is calling those plays, that's because, you know, he sees you in practice, he sees what you can do, the training wheels are still on, et cetera. But, you know, in other words, you ain't that good. But then you look at the play caller, actually, and by the way, ultimately the head coach, but we'll table that for a second. I don't want to go down that road quite yet. Matt Patricia, at, toward the end of the half, or the first half, was on they were they had they were second and one past midfield they're driving down the field they have both timeouts and under a minute but but almost a minute left in the half and you know come away with nothing so it, it, mm. oof boy i got to tell y'all i was i was hot last night watching it because you know key i i knew the natural takeaway for everybody would be about how mac jones isn't good today like that's what everybody's going to talk about I'm, I'm like, no, okay. Like, I'm still giving Mac Jones somewhat credit because the play callers have changed. It's been a lot that's changed. And by the way, your running game does suck when you rush for 60 yards and you're playing behind the whole damn game. So I'm not a lip reader. I'm going to act as one because I say a holiday in Express, right? He was like, my run, running game sucks. It does suck. And you're playing behind, throw the damn ball. But Matt Patricia, when you're not letting him rip it, of course, if you're Mac Jones, you're going to be frustrated. You should be frustrated. I put that more on Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and company and all, like, the staff more so than I put it on Mac Jones. And I know it didn't look great, but that's on, that's on them. Key, Jay's making a lot of sense. You could read his lips, and he's not wrong. Mac's not rough. The running game ain't getting it done. Like, you know, how, which it's like, do you want a slow death or a quick one? Even if you think Mac oh, Jones God. can't get it done, might as well let him try, right, if you can't get anything on the ground? Well, the dink, and, the dink and dunk game is a substitute for the running game because if the running game isn't working to the level that it needs to, then all you do is you just you methodically dink and dunk the football down the field. If I try to throw vertical and drop you back and our offensive line isn't protecting you, then I'm doing a disservice. So, yeah, it's a little bit of Matt Patricia. And I don't know if Joe Judge is actually calling play or what, whatever, whoever – is doing whatever they're doing in New England. It seems like Matt Patricia's the guy actually calling the plays. It's not working. But there's a trust factor that sets in with the quarterback. They see him every single day. They know what he is. And right now, it's probably not good. I wouldn't be – man, I really wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden we see the Z-man pop up and make an appearance here soon. I just wouldn't be shocked. Just remember I said that. Key, so Tom Brady's first couple years – when did Tom Brady win his first chip, Key? Was it 2000? His second, second year? His second year. But that yeah, was – But it was still the same though, right? Like the dink and dunk, the same style. Tom Brady threw for 100 okay. yards. So I, I guess my, my, my statement around this key, and we talk about Bill Belichick coaching. So it's 2022. 
the offensive game has changed so much, and I get there are different ways to win games, right? Like D, Bill Parcell, Bill Parcell is more of a, a defensive guy in company. But, like, are we still running the same offensive playbook from 20 no. years ago? No, we, it, it, it seems like we're doing the same thing no, that Tom Brady did in 2001, 2002, 2003 with Mac Jones. But like, can't you say, like, if we're adapting to where the game is in 2022, like, wh- what are the slight adjustments that make the offense different than what it was 20 years ago? It's a philosophy. It's not the same game Yeah, but plan philosophies change. I remember Coach K used to only go man-to-man, and now we play zone. Now we're playing outside. We're shooting a lot more three. It's different. Like, the philosophy he has – it's evolved. Used to pound I, the ball inside in the NBA in New England. Doesn't yeah. seem like it to me. Used to play inside out no, of the it, NBA, it, it, not they, anymore. They they do different. They're doing different things than they did with Tom Brady early on. Some of the same principles, but very different. Because, quite frankly, Tom Brady probably was a slight, a bit better as a passer than Mac Jones. His his and he had a much better team. His team was like stronger, so much too. better. Yeah, huh? Brady had a strong arm. He was a strong-armed young kid. Yeah, that just didn't he said. He's a yeah. better better thrower of the football. He's a right. better thrower of the football. All right. Well, I, oh, this is what I know. That was an undisciplined team last night. It don't look good, night. though. I it can tell you that. That was, an un, that was an I can't watch I'm that. not Duh, used to watching asleep. a Bill Belichick team with penalties that hurt them, with play clock mismanagement, the whole thing. That comes back to the head coach, who is now 6-6, six and six, and in his ninth year, with one playoff win, without Tom Brady as his quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I threw the bait out. We'll see if he bites. You know the fish ain't biting I'm only shaking my head because it's ridiculous to try to come up with. All right, it, listen. It, it, never mind. Key, I would I, love I to do this, but there's the winning word of the day I business to take care of. Josh Allen and the Bills were in the zone last night against the Pats. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Okay, the winning word of the hour, throw. T-H-R-O-W, throw. When you hear the winning word, which you just did, which is throw, text it. Text throw to 777-000. Next hour, it'll be a different word that you text to 777 But right now, it's throw to 777-000, and you're entered for your chance to win. We'll do it every weekday. Now until the end of the show, December 7th, no purchase necessary, ends December 7th, 2022. So you complete official rules at ESPNRadio.com slash contest. Get that what money. are we doing every weekday? We're giving away $10,000, 2500 at a time. Someone right now is about to win $2,500 by texting THROW to 777 Why not you? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So who, who deserves the blame? For the Patriots' struggles. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Who deserves the blame for the Patriots' struggle? Last night, look, Mac Jones seen on the sideline. Throw the bleeping ball or something like that, right? Forgot the phrasing, but it was throw the ball. You're not getting anything in the run game. He was out of control, Max. No, 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 no. He's a family man, Key. No, he was out of control. He, he turned, shouldn't act that way. He's the no. leader of the team. He, he turned, he's he turned back into a family man in the, in the post-presser, though. He's, he's like, well, you know, we're just out here and my emotions got over me. If you're over a certain <laughs> height, you look a certain way and uh, you're immobile. And you're a quarterback. Doesn't you're matter what you do, man. you're a family man. You go to church, you're a family is, man. Matt. You're say, a leader. Just tell Matt what? Patricia what time it is. What, what did just... the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> oh, I hate, you know, I hate that, though. He, that when people say stuff like that, he's a family. As opposed to what? Right. Like, what, what is he, <laughs> That other guy hates his that, family. What is the other guy? He, he like hates his family. His family. He, Look at he, him. You know, I guess it, he was passionate. No, and the other guy is not passionate? Yeah, he was passionate last night. Really cares about winning. The other guy is a thug, but he's passionate. <laughs> That's cold Jeez. words. That's how it goes. Listen, I'll tell you who was a thug last night. Josh Allen. Gangster. Yeah. Oh, my God. That throw. Like, that was that, – how do you get enough juice on that jumping out of bounds? Out of bounds? Man, that guy's got arm. an arm. Yeah, he got a strong arm. That's a big dude. I've, I've never seen him in person, but just looking at him, he's big. And, and big watching old. him, watching the defensive players fall off of him all the time, Wonder, I want. I'll, I'll see him. I'm sure here soon, but I wonder how big he really truly is. Blake in Florida, who you blaming for last night's Patriots performance? Hey, hey what's going on? Good morning, fellas. What's good, what's baby? On, Man, you know who I want to blame? I want to. I want to blame the offensive coordinator and stuff. Yep. Mac Jones. Like, think about it. Mac Jones and Josh Allen both threw for 22 pass attempts. Like, think about it. Like. If no, Mac Jones would have been throwing. Would Mac Jones would have been throwing how he would have been throwing like the beginning of the year. He could have brought him back to the playoffs, right or wrong. So wait, you're saying that he had enough pass attempts? I think I want to say Mac Jones threw it. Th- Drop back, was it 37? 38. 38? It was a lot of times. He dropped back a lot of times. But he was More always under like pressure, though, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he got sacked once, but he was constantly under pressure last night. Good thing he has that. And that's speed. why. And when you 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 say, well. The, the offense coordinator, offense coordinator. If I can't protect my quarterback, I have to go to the quick game. I can't. He doesn't have the ability to drop back in play action pass. It's five, seven, seven step drops. Right. You know, you you can't do it if you can't protect the QB. But also, so sometimes coaches do stuff to protect the player because if they drop him back and try to push the ball down the field, 
they're going to be sitting in his lap. Well, you're down multiple touchdowns though, towards the end of the game, and that's what they're still doing to Dink and Dunk. You're like, well, what, what are you doing? But, like, you I, would, I wish Matt though, Patricia would, would go up to Matt Jones. you got to be aggressive, though, Key. You'll get sacked. But you got to be aggressive. It'll be third and 35. No, in other words, what Key is saying is there's nothing else you really can do. There's not enough time to get the receivers down the field because the offensive line isn't blocking. And exactly. because there's no run threat because the offensive line can't block for him, the pass rush is coming. And because Mac Jones is immobile, he can't buy you more time. And so here are your options. Hand the ball to the running back or draw up some play where Mac Jones gets rid of it real quick. Right? Like, those are the options. Yeah, the quick game. And, that's the, and, and you, hope, you hope that something springs like the screen did when the kid went the distance for their seven points early in the game. That's what you hope when you do the quick game. You want to have it pop if it can because if you drop him back and you want him to push the ball down the field, it'll be first and 10, and then it'll be second and 25. Freddie, you try to drop him back again, it'll be third and 100. Freddie in Chicago. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Uh, top of the morning, Jansen. Really, uh, as a former, first of all, the answer is Belichick. He's the, he's the reason. I'm actually, for the first time in about three months, I agree with Max. But <laughs> as a former Notre Dame baller, you guys, by the way, you two, you two side former jocks or current jocks, because I did watch you play hoops and we watched Max throw uh, toss the ball like Richie Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> I watch that clip all the time when I have a bad day. Every time I have a bad day, I watch that. I laugh out loud. It is still uh, famous. Anyway, what, you know, as a former Notre Dame baller, I want to hate the Trojan. I want to hate the Dookie. And now the Dookie wears a Michigan jersey, my third most hated team. But I love you guys. And I wake up every morning to watch Key rub his eyes for two minutes at the top of the hour <laughs> and for Jay to play with the microphone and to bob up and down as if he's in a, if he's in on the dance floor. It's all good. I'm rubbing my Love eyes because I know Max is getting ready to say something wild. All right, the answer is Belichick, by the way, guys, because it starts at the top, right? Who, who hired the offensive coordinators? Who brought them in? Who decided that they would be the saviors to help, you know, with Brady gone and with what's-his-name out in, uh, out in uh, the Raiders coach? So it starts with Belichick. He didn't get the right offensive coordinator for this system, for this average, you know, mediocre system. And that's the way it goes. I mean, it's Belichick, guys. Come on. You're always accountable at the top. I just want to point out that Freddie is listening to us. He doesn't agree with me in three months. But it may just be that little by little I'm seeping in. And now he's catching on. You see, it is Belichick. Well, when you shoot one out of 4,000, that doesn't mean that's trending in your direction, Max. I don't know. I hit that one. (laughs) I hit that one and went in. See, real shooters, non-shooters think that way. Key, you know what I mean? But I mean, the genes, the genes alone. The genes, <laughs> the alone, genes Jay. alone. But Key is. <laughs> and Freddie, you got to call in more, Freddie, because I, I love the points, man, especially as a former athlete. We love to hear that perspective. But there's something there, though, Key. Like, this goes back to what I talked about the other day. And I forget who I asked. I don't know. It was uh, Tim Hasselback the other day when he was in studio to kind of compartmentalize Bill Belichick, the coach, mm-hmm. right? And, and the decisions he can make on the field defensively, you know, and and how he puts the offensive team together, as opposed to the GM and the guy who's personnel picking the right people. I mean, that not there a point in what Freddie just said about the choices of Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to kind of run the offense? Oh. Is this thing on, Key? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, he just got, he got nothing We're going to talk more about this with Rob Minkovich okay. in 15 minutes. All right. <laughs> I saw the clock as I asked the question, right? Should Aaron Rodgers still be the Packers starter? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. We're on ESPN, too. And it is time for Four Downs. Four Downs is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. First down. Packers at Bears. So, <laughs> Packers at Bears. Let me try this again because we talked about this in the break. Packers at Bears. Keyshawn, now you. Be playing in this particular football game. I think there are different circumstances. Aaron Rodgers still has a chance to possibly, slight chance, something like 7% to make it to the playoffs with the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields does not. So, if Aaron Rodgers can go, he should go in such two time that they are mathematically eliminated. Justin Fields should rest up his shoulder and get ready for next season. So should uh, either starting quarterback be playing here, Jay? First off, I respect Aaron Rodgers for doing it, right? I mean, until you're mathematically eliminated, you play if you can. And I respect that about Aaron Rodgers. And just like I told people, Justin Fields got a chance to practice the other day. Um, we'll see if he's going to play or not. But I, I really do think the competitive energy and spirit of who Justin Fields is is one of the reasons why he will play. And by the way, that's why Chicago loves a dude like that. Yeah. You go back to those like those 1980s like Chicago Bear teams, like that, that's who Justin Fields is as a player. Man, they wish they had a dude like, like that. Well, maybe Same. a couple of years from now. Uh, we're good for second down, I think. Second down. Commanders at Giants. This football game is about who is going to make a strong run in the playoffs. Is it the commanders? Is Saquon Barkley and company of the Giants? I'm not sure, but they go up against each other, 7-5 team, and the commanders travel to New York to play the Giants at 7-4 on Sunday. Take a think, think about this for a minute. The winner of this football game, in my opinion, has an inside track on being the 6-7 seed, not necessarily winning the division, but 6-7 seed 
out of the NFC. I think it's the commanders. As far as I can see, the Giants are too banged up. Jay, uh, which team is more of a legit threat to, you know, a legit playoff team, do you the think? The commanders. Um, and both teams have brutal schedules down the stretch, but I, I do believe with the Giants being decimated by injuries and you talk about the commanders really trending in the right direction. I mean, they're, they, they got the Giants twice. They got the 49ers. They got the Browns and got the Cowboys. So it's going to be a tough stretch, but I do believe overall in the way the team plays behind Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah I think it's, 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 it's going to be team. a tough – there's no question about it. Uh, Jay and Max is going to be tough. But at the end, the commander's defense is something – it just feels like that they're starting to uh, hit their stride. It just feels like a team that can win one or two games in the playoffs. Yeah, they just won six out of seven, and the Giants are going the other way because, as you mentioned, Key, they're banged up. Something tells me, though, this week, Day Bowles lost a couple – and they haven't looked great because of the injuries, but they held it down in the first half. I feel like the Giants are due maybe for a win here. I know what you mean, though. Your analysis is on the money, Jay. I just feel like, all right, anyway, maybe I'm just uh, wishful thinking. All right, third down. Third down. Chiefs at Bengals. Now, when you look at this football game, I know the Chiefs are traveling to the Bengals last year's AFC Championship game was in Kansas City, a little different environment than in Cincinnati. Kansas City still wants to hold on to that number one seed. If you lose this football game to Cincinnati, they inch closer to taking that number one seed away from you or putting you in a very uncompromising position to wind up dropping out of the number one seed to somebody else. So Kansas City needs this football game. Patrick Mahomes, I believe and trust, he'll go get it. Although Joe Burrow is getting Jamar Chase back in his high-flying octane offense along with T. Higgins, Boyd, and company, this is going to be one to keep your eyes on and a must-see matchup on Sunday. Can the Bengals compete with the Chiefs, Jay? Yeah, of course they can compete with the Chiefs. I mean, we'll see potentially Joe Mixon, right, if they can, if they get him back. Obviously, concussion issues, if they can control the clock with their run game. But the reality is this game is going to be a shootout, right? That's what it's going to that's what it's going to be. So, you know, if you're the Bengals, you just don't let Patrick Mahomes have the ball last. Like, I, Key, I don't know how you strategize for that. But whatever you can do to make sure that you have possession of the last possession, that's how I feel you have the best chance to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes needs to just stay patient, though, whether it's the last uh, possession of the game or the first possession and in between. Stay patient, methodically move the football down the field because Cincinnati defense is playing pretty good. They like to take the football away, give Joe Burrow a short field. Many times in the games that they won, that's exactly what they've done. So what Patrick Mahomes must do, and he has to do, is stay patient, don't get all hyped and feel like he has to push the football down the field. You know what, though? By the same token, if you're the Chiefs, you don't want Joe Burrow touching that ball last either. He's that type of dude. And the thing about Burrow is all the extra credit he gets for Joe Thorough, and he's got the key with the mink and the shades and the chains and all that stuff. He has that moxie. He has that thing. That's true. He's also tall. He can move. He's got an arm. It's strong. It's accurate. And he's got weapons everywhere you look. Is he a family guy, Max? Yeah, he's no. a family guy, but, you know, that's going to come a little later in his life. Right no. now he's enjoying his youth. Yeah, Kate. Patrick Mahomes just had a kid. He's the family guy. That's right. Patrick Mahomes is the family he's guy. He's the family guy. He doesn't qualify for the family guy, though. Uh, no, yeah. He doesn't qualify. Yeah. 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 His style of play doesn't qualify for it. Oh, the style of play. Of play. Style That's play. a good point. Oh, it's too qualify. electric. That's a good point. Family guys like things nice and calm. They take their L's. Very conservative. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Next down. Fourth down. Titans at the only 10-win team, Eagles. (laughs) Oh, my. 
This is the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Titans. This is an interesting matchup because there's a guy that plays for the Eagles that used to play for the Titans, and the Titans didn't want to give him the money, and you know who that guy is. Everybody wanted to see the Eagles play somebody that's good. Well, guess what? You're going to get a chance now. They're finally going to play somebody up to your standard, Jay Will, in the Tennessee Titans. A powerful running game with Derrick Henry, a quarterback that tries to not make any mistakes in Ryan Tannehill, a defense that's solid and sound. So we'll see. In this particular game, I like the Eagles over the Titans, though. The only 10-win team in the league. I do want to say uh, the trading of A.J. Brown definitely cost the Titans the number one seed in the AFC. Like, look at three out of the four games that they've lost key to the Giants, to the Chiefs, to the Bengals. The key component in all those close losses didn't have a main target offensively to have somebody to, to really take the pressure off the running game, right? So you, you look at this, and I know Robert Woods and company, they're okay, but it's just different, man. It's different. I'll take the Eagles in this one. I, so let me tell you why I'm taking the Titans, and I've done this. Ooh. I've done this against the Chiefs. I've done this just now, the Giants, and the, and the, and the, the way I do it this time of year is I just think, like, do I think the Eagles are going to go 16-1? and one? Nah, I don't think 16-1. and one. they got to get popped. They, they played a close game against the Colts, right? I think Tennessee pops them here on the road. I think Tennessee goes on the road and pops them here. We'll see. Um, you agree with me, though? Is A.J. Brown the most significant loss <laughs> you agree out of any team? It's, he's the most significant gain. <laughs> he and Tyree Kill. I mean, loss. loss. I say loss for a team because the loss for – Tyreek Hill from Kansas City, like, they're not really feeling it. Yeah, but the it's a loss good point. for A.J. Brown for the Titans. See, if like Tannehill – be, be careful, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if Tannehill was a little bit better, then it would be a bigger loss to me because I don't believe in him in the playoffs, right? No, it's, it's, a, it's a huge loss. This is probably the biggest loss of any team in, in the offseason yeah. is A.J. Right? Brown going to the, the Eagles. You mentioned, Max, if Tannehill – but if Tannehill had him – he makes up for all the dif- difference, differences, deficiencies, oh, deficiencies. <laughs> deficiencies that Ryan Tannehill brings to the table. I hear you, but they're seven. Just like the Chiefs didn't miss a beat, they're in first place by three games. And you know, that's what I said. Yeah, three other four the, losses have been they lost by a combined eight points. Oh, you're talking about seeding eventually. Yeah, maybe they could get a bye. If they if they miss a bye because of that, then no doubt. It could have been a 10-1. Yeah, if they could have gotten a bye. If it turns out that they could have gotten a bye, then I would, have, I would sign up for and that they, And they, whether they get the bye or not, they're going in the playoffs. They need a guy that's an alpha dog. Why do you think the Eagles went out and got an alpha dog? They Why you think in the playoffs. Arizona tried to get an alpha dog? Why do you think Buffalo went and got an alpha dog? you got to have one of those dudes. But they, the yes, reality of you, it. you do, especially if one of those dudes is under center. But that's not – Tannehill's okay, but it's a little different. Come on, man. It's no, a it's not. Max, you got to push the ball down the field to a guy like that. It changes so much for you. I'm not saying he doesn't make them better. I'm just saying you got to go get Josh Allen, his guy. Jalen Hurts, his guy. Tannehill, is, he's a placeholder. Yeah, but you need guys around a placeholder. Okay. But they already had A.J. Brown. They didn't have to go get him. You think they could win a Super Bowl? The Titans can win a Super Bowl if they had A.J. Brown? I think they could yeah. if they had okay. A.J. Brown. All right. Yep. They were on their way last year to Tannehill decided to get a ball to the other guy. Oh, so I, since, since who decided to give the ball to the other guy? Tannehill decided and to give Brown it to on the other team? guy. Yeah, but, okay, that, but they tried to push the ball down the field the and he gave it to the other people. Case. This guy, Max Kellerman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a litigator, man. You got to be careful. <laughs> He's, he ain't going to lose every time with me. Uh, he, he took, he took we don't chance. debate on this show. We have dialogue. Hey, bonus down. Dolphins at 49ers. This is a bonus down. Dolphins at 49ers. When you looked at this football team traveling all the way to my, from Miami to San Francisco, 
Tua's on to something right now, but he's going to run up against a buzzsaw defense in with the 49ers in, in Bosa and company. If they allow him to get the football out of his hands quick, it could be rough and tough. If they allow him to think, it's going to turn on them, and Miami Dolphins will be in a world of trouble. I understand Tyreek Hill, and I understand Jalen Waddle, probably two of the most explosive teammates in the National Football League at the receiver position. But that defense is something special in San Francisco. They bring the heat. I am so pumped up for this game. I mean, obviously, you got the Finns, you got the 49ers. I, I said a couple of weeks ago, I think the 49ers are it's my pick out of NFC to get to the Super Bowl. But it, this is the ha, this is the teacher going against the student, the pupil, right? And Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel. And if there's anybody that knows what Kyle Shanahan wants to do, it will be Mike McDaniel. Like, now, can they combat that? We will get a chance to see. But this could be one hell of a game. And the quarterbacks have certain things in common, which is two is better, although Garoppolo's had all the playoff success. But, but the key to their success in both cases is getting, making the quick read, getting the ball out fast, being accurate, right? And, and Mike McDaniel, as you said, been in both places. So this could be a good one, man. Key, you know, I want to ask you something. Key, why, why is in everybody's analysis of this game are people just saying, yeah, just, defensively, I would just target Tua. Like, uh, you know, he's c- concussion, you know, sensitive. You just target him, and that's how you, that's how you beat the Dolphins. I'm like, damn. That, that's who a- said that? Oh, people have been saying this nonstop now. In other words, you're Over not always trying weeks, to hit I've been the quarterback. People, I'm like, really? That's what, we're, that's what we're saying? That's what we're doing now? That's the strategy yeah. on beating the Dolphins? Trying well, to they're, concuss they're not, their quarterback? They're not, well, they're they're not coaching the team, anything. though, right? Not Those concussed, individuals but. aren't coaching the team who's, t- who's saying that they should just go after Tua. People, yeah. But, I mean, that, isn't that always the strategy? social media, Jay. Oh no, that's real life. Without wait, saying wait, guys, names. but isn't that always the strategy? It's like you want to. It's, it's like I hear this in boxing sometimes. He doesn't like it in the body. Like anyone likes to take a shot in the body, right? Like go get the the. the he's had a concussion. Therefore, what we should do is we should try to get to the quarterback. Like well, yeah, well, you're yeah, always you always try to get to the quarterback. You want to you want to make him uncomfortable in the pocket, and you want to make sure that he doesn't get the throwing lanes that he's looking for to get the football out fast. So if you are disrupting the timing of the quick passing game for him, then he's going to struggle. If he has to pull the da- if he has to pull the ball down and rethink, by the time he his thought goes to his head to deliver, somebody's hitting him in the ribs, hitting him upside the head, not not maliciously to the point of trying to remove him from the game because he's had some issues from a concussion standpoint in the past, but because so- it's so fast. The, the, the timing will be so thrown off that them defenders will be sitting in his lap. Key, if he so decides I, to pull that thing down, oh, my God. You'll see. Key, I know in basketball, if a player is coming off like a broken hand or, you know, like a, uh, you know, like a fractured metacarpal on a hand, like we do it all the time. Like, oh, rake down on the ball hard when he goes up for a shot. Like, yeah, okay, like, cool. You got to play through injury, man. No, yeah, but like, it, it is malicious. It is malicious. It you is malicious. Let's be honest. Some dudes are you, malicious. I'm asking. I wanted to ask you, though, Key. I want to ask you, like, do you, some people on the defensive side maliciously will they attempt to try to hurt Tua? No, no, not at all. No, he's okay. a likable. He's a likable young man in the National Football League. He's not a, a so to speak, a punk. He's not okay. somebody that people don't root for, don't like on other teams. I, I don't see where people would be. I mean, trying to do nothing like that. Plus, on top of that, the referees is, are going to protect him because he's already had two concussions, so they're going to protect him. 
I mean, in combat sports, like in boxing and MMA, the point is to give, like, hey, do you think, are they trying to concuss him? Yes, that's the actual point of what you're trying <laughs> to give. So in football, full contact, I don't see why, within the rules, that is not acceptable strategy to try to knock the quarterback out by hook or by crook within the rules, right? I yeah, mean, it's a full contact to, you're sport. Not gonna, you're not going to try to do that to him when you already know what's going on with his head. You're not – Nick? Just, just not going to do that. We are joined now by Rob Nickovich, ESPN NFL analyst. What do you think, Nick? If you know the quarterback is hurting in some way, you're a defensive player. Uh, you know, you aren't you trying truth, to Nick. inflict that Tell punishment. Tell the truth, Nick. I mean, it's not. You're not trying to like take. How do you? First of all, to give somebody to, to knock somebody out to try and go after somebody like that, it's really hard to do that because things have to. It, you know, usually when the big contact comes. It's a guy running for a first down, a guy's coming in, and, or a guy's hitting the ground. You can't go and, you know, do that to somebody like, oh, I'm going to get this guy up top. Obviously, there's rules in place now. They're going mm-hmm. to flag you anyway. But, yeah, exactly. <coughs> sorry. Um, but if you know a guy has an ankle. Yeah, and his that's different. Se- you know, like, that's different. So, like, yeah. if a guy has an ankle and his, you know that he's not going to cut this way because he, that ankle's bad. So you're going to favor the other side and make sure you take away his good side away. Like, those are things that you take with injuries. You take little thing here, little thing there. Oh, this guy, you know, his hands, this guy broke his thumb. He don't want to punch me. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to pick him up, yeah. Jay. You're not going to pick him up <clears throat> and suplex him. No, you're not going to do that. No. It's just not. He's, not that, he's not that type of person. Like, now, there's been guys, and Nick knows this, in the league that you say to yourself, and if I get my chance to – knock his ass out I'm sure do it but he's not that guy you know yeah like he's liked he's well like, liked like yeah. like for example you know there's a couple players receivers like Steve Smith right I, I would always be like what's wrong with Steve Smith like I because I'm, I'm I was always a linebacker <laughs> I'm having a good time you know I'm, I'm having but he would get up and be like you know ugh, ugh, like screaming and I'm like yo like Steve Smith's wild. Like, yeah, he's wild. And there was one man. play, like, there was one play we were playing the Ravens. It was at the end of his career. And he ran a deep over route. And I, I was cover three, so I was on the backside curl flat. And in practice, they said, get depth, because they're going to run this, this over route. It's going to be at, like, 15 to 20. I think they ran it at, like, 25. So as he came, I, like, was running for it. And I hit him really hard. Like, we hit each other, and he kind of spun and smacked the ground. And he got up doing, like, the... <sighs> Flexed on you. Yeah. Tough guy. And I'm like, Steve, and he's not that big. He's he's built tough guy. And he, oh, you know, but he's like that old school, like, yeah, he's a, he was older. He's older than me. So, like, he came in, like, in the league when it was the league league. Like, guys were getting lit up across the oh, middle. I used to hate when the Giants had to play. It was you Steve know, Smith used to kill us. His, I, I, I enjoyed it because, like, when you're playing guys like that, even, the, you know, you okay, flex on me. Like, yeah, it was a good play. You guys gained 25 yards. But it, there's not – it you're that – Part of the game is slowly fading away with, I guess, you call me an old guy now, but yeah. the generations aren't like that anymore. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax is presented by you. Progressive Insurance. Hold on one second, Key. I want to get this in because we're up against it here. Um, Patriots lose to the Bills 24-10 last night. Let's start with Mac Jones. You believe in him still? I think they're, I think they're putting him in a really bad spot. They're in a really mm-hmm. bad spot. And I, I like – Listen, I like the fact that he came off on the sideline and, and saying what he was saying. And you could, you, you know, if you if you're reading his lips, what he's saying, um, because everyone there, I was at the game. I'm tired right now. I drove in last night, so 
they have to be better than this because it's so bad. And you're watching the game, and as a fan, if you're sitting there, the booing and the just the lack of offense that looks anything like the Bills. The Bills come on the field, easily march down the field, run the ball, balance, score touchdowns, your quarterback looks great, good receivers. The Patriots come on the field, ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. Nick, ew. I, so I was saying this this morning, right? Ew. And, and you would have the insight to tell me how the details are differently. But like, I, I go back to 20 years ago, like the dink and dunk style that they play with Tom Brady to begin, right? And I'm like, hey, the, off, the league has changed so much since yeah, then, right? The offenses have changed so much since then. Why do I feel like I'm watching the Patriots from 20 years ago? Why is it the same no, thing? It, what are Patricia, Bill Belichick, and Joe Judge, what are they doing? It's like watching paint dry. It's really tough. So it, I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Okay. But I, I think the difference is there was more – if you watch Tom and you watch the Patriots of old, it was a fast tempo. It was up-tempo. It was a pace. It was dink, dink, shot. Like, there was moments where there was deep passes. You go down the field, you take shots, but you're literally setting people up. It's a setup. You're setting the defense up. Okay, flat route, flat route, flat route. Suck up the linebackers. Suck up the DBs. Bang, oh. go over the top. So and then on top of it, you had some good players. You know, you know, oh seven, you had Randy Moss, then you have Wes Welker, then you got Julian, then you got Gronk. You know, like those are guys that just don't grow on trees. You're not gonna go get another Rob Gronkowski in the second round. It doesn't happen right now. So, you know, I think that the, it's a combination of things. It's it's lack of advanced offense. Like this offense is very simple. It's a simple offense. But well, why is it simple? Reinventing the wheel here. Why is it dummy down, though? Is it dummy down because they don't trust the quarterback? But it wasn't dummy down for Zappy, but it's dummy down for Mac Jones because four or five weeks ago, they pushed the ball down the field with Zappy. Now, all of a sudden, they're not pushing see, it down the field. See, I don't agree with that because last year with, with Josh McDaniel's offense, that's a very advanced offense. Very advanced. The reason why they wanted to simplify it was because the receiver would come in would take them eight weeks to understand the offense. And they try, they're try. they trying to make it a little bit more, this guy can understand it. Five, six guys come into a new system. It doesn't take half the season. Before with Tom, you go and get a, a receiver. Okay, good luck with that. You know, the, the, the offense is a phone book of literally just signals. You know, like, it's cra- it was crazy with Tom. The offense was insane. Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst. I'm going to be seeing you later, aren't I? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. How many teams in the AFC are better than the Bills right now? That's coming right up. Thanks, Nate. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.